0: Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark chapter 5, beginning to read, Mark chapter 4, sorry, beginning to read at verse 35. Glory be to thee, O Lord. The day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious quail came up, and the waves broke over the boat. So it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stand sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? obey Him. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to Thee, O Christ. I speak in the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I just want to begin this morning with a question. And the question goes this way. What do you think the world we live in today needs right now. What do you think, Jesus? Jesus? We need love. Sorry. They need love. love. Yeah. Good. You need to be told the truth. To That's a wonderful answer. I'm almost certain most people often think about this question from time to time. Many people say we need peace in the world. Or they say let the world stop. Let the division and fighting with each other stop. Let's have world peace Then the second question is, do you think the world will get better? Do you think? Do you think peace is possible in our world today? I'm not sure what your answer may be. However, Jesus has a different perspective on the issue of peace. Jesus said in John chapter 16 verse 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. What is Jesus trying to say? How can he possibly conclude that in this world we will always have troubles? Let's find out what the disciples think about all this. We know that the disciples have built their entire lives around Jesus for over three years. They were learning from him every day. They left jobs and family and other commitments Behind to follow Jesus. And now he's going away. The last thing the disciples felt was peace. Jesus knew this, of course. As he begins to speak. The disciples listening to what he has to say. Peace, I live with you. My peace I give to you. I did not give to you as the word gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. One word Jesus uses here is a Greek word that means to join together or to be tied together as a whole. In other words, peace often involves taking something that is broken, disconnected, fractured, Or chattered and putting all the pieces back together. Peace can be about putting pieces together. But it also means something even deeper. And that is what the gospel reading today teaches us. In Mark chapter 4 verses 35 to 41. In this passage, Jesus had finished speaking and had just completed a long day of ministry and was physically exhausted. So Jesus took a boat to cross the lake and did what most of us we do. He went to sleep. God was asleep in the boat. Immediately, there was a terrible storm. Matthew uses the word seismos, which means earthquake, to describe the storm. This storm was more like a hurricane. However, Luke tells us it was so bad that the ship was full of water. The waves cover the ship, and unless something were to change... They were headed for the bottom of the sea. The disciples were physically in the boat with Jesus. Just a few feet away, and the storm began. When they started out, Jesus had a plan. The plan was to go to the other side of the lake. But what the disciples failed to understand was that this storm came for a reason? Isn't it? It was for a purpose and to teach them about the power of God. This passage is reminding us that when we face trials, storms of life, And tribulation, there is for a purpose. It doesn't last forever. James chapter one verse three tells us that the purpose is for us to learn endurance, and endurance produces maturity. Psalm thirty verse five says that weeping may endure for a moment, or in the night but joy comes in the morning. No wonder David says in Psalm 23 verse 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil because God is with me. We all learn through experience, isn't it? Sometimes we learn from the mistakes and trials of other people. If we don't learn from the storms and challenges of life, we will definitely fall. When the storm came, Jesus decided to take a nap. He went to sleep. However, the disciples did not understand it. They said, doesn't he know what is happening to us? Doesn't he care? We are in danger and God He's sleeping. Wake him up. There was a Christian movie I watched many years ago. Called The Girls Are Dead. The girls here is small God. Small G. It was an interesting movie. Because in that movie it happened that the only son of the king was sick. And about to die. The girls of the community could not heal the boy. Previously in this community, whenever a missionary came to the community, they would kill him because they do not want anything to do with the Almighty God. They believe so much in the girls of their forefathers. They worship idols. They worship trees. And rivers. One day another missionary came and they did not kill him, but they put him in prison until when King's son was at the end of his rope, and the gods failed to heal him. They are gods. The missionary insisted that his God would deliver the king's son if they will allow him to come. And pray for him. Reluctantly. They invited him. And he prayed. And miracle happened. Following this incident. The king made a decree. That everyone in that community. Must worship the God of this missionary. Hallelujah. Imagine if this missionary. Had left the village without facing the storms of imprisonment. Imagine if he had gone away when challenges came. The king's son will not be healed. And the village will not come to the knowledge of his power, of God's power. We must be careful how we interpret the storms of life. Knowing there is always purpose in trials. In our Bible passage, the disciples spoke out. They cried out, Lord, we are perishing. They were soaking wet. The wind is so loud. They figure out that it is possible Jesus can hear. Hear them shouting. Their faith was paralyzed. Paralyzed. By their fear. Fear can change someone's faith from believing God to doubting if God exists. Isn't it? Sometimes we question God. God, where are you? Why am I going all through this? And we have asked so much, many questions. Why, why, why? Where are you, God? The disciples said, we are perishing. We are dying. The question here is, are they wrong by saying that? Remember, they were with Jesus physically. Jesus was there with them. They were in the place of grace. Right in the center of God's will. They were going to the other side according to Jesus' instruction to witness, to share the good news, to tell people about Jesus. But that's what fear could do, isn't it? That is what fear could do to us when we allow it. Fear could change you to begin to see what God cannot do. Or you start doubting the power of God. And I wonder if you have been there before. Maybe you cried out and you felt as though no one had your voice. This storm was coming in. And you needed some help. Lord, I feel alone. Don't you see me? Can't you hear me? Wake up, Lord. How could you sleep at a time like this? But Psalm chapter 50 verse 15 says, Call me in the time of trouble and I will deliver you. But verse 39 says that Jesus arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And the winds completely stopped. And the water was calm immediately. Hallelujah. We are serving the living God. The Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the last. The ancient of days. The I am that I am. Jesus stood in the boat. And he shouted the words. Peace be still. And that brings me to this wonderful hymn. I am sure many of you know it. And it says, When peace like a river attended my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, that has taught me to say it is well. It is well with my soul. When peace like a river attended my way when sorrows like sea billows roll whatever my lot that has taught me to say it is well it is well with my soul it is well it is well with my soul, with my soul, it is well, it is well, with my soul, hallelujah. He that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. And the Bible says in the name of Jesus, every nail shall bow. And every mouth shall confess that Jesus is the Lord. You see, in just one word, Jesus can calm the storms in your life. The disciples were amazed. All of the forces of nature seems to be working against them. Yet, with one word, in a matter of seconds, the sea was completely calm. Hallelujah. Then in verse 41, Jesus used two different words to describe the fear of the disciples. First, we notice from our gospel reading that when the storms come upon them, they were afraid. That's number one. But after Jesus still the wind and the waves, the reading says they were terrified. That's the second point. They were terrified. Jesus taking the storm away was more frightening to them than the storm itself. Did you notice that? When storm comes, it will test our faith. And our response might be critical. Okay? However, Mark tells us that Jesus turned from rebuking the storm to rebuke his disciples by saying, Where is your faith? Why are you living as though you have no faith? John chapter 1, verse 12. The Bible says that for those who believe in me, I give them the power to become the children of God. As a child of God, you have that power in you. Power to tread upon the scorpions and pythons. And they will not harm you. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. So faith... It's like stepping out to do something without knowing the outcome. You remember faith in Hebrews chapter 1. The evidence of things we hope for and things that we did not see. This storm did not worry Jesus. Jesus. What worried Jesus was their response to the storm. And this caused the disciples to ask a final question. Who is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Our real faith comes out in a crisis. And crisis reveals who we are. It reveals the true identity of who you are. It's not when going is good, but when it's tough. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7 says, Let him have all your worries and cares, for he is always thinking of you and watching everything that concerns you. So the question for us this morning is, are you ready to bring all your fears, your anxiety and worries before God Almighty? He cares. Ask for his help and trust him completely. The song says, When peace like a river attended my way, when sorrows like sea Billows row whatever my lot that has taught me to say it is well with my soul and I challenge you this morning my brothers and sisters put all your faith in God the journey is not easy serving Jesus is not butter and bread okay there will be time of trials Temptation, suffering and persecution. These four, we come. We cannot escape it. It must surely come. But all those things are there to test your faith in him. We must trust Jesus. Jesus went through the same process. And as long as we follow Jesus... Trials, we come. Temptation, we come. Suffering, we come. Persecution, we come. But we must hold on to God, who is the Alpha and Omega. And may God bless each and every one of us. Amen.